Hello and welcome. You're listening to Song Stories, Quiet Stories podcast episode 3, The Great War, from the new musical Tales of Tila. This is your host Carolyn Merced. If you haven't yet listened to episode 0, 1 and 2, please do it now then come back. By that time our special guest might be here. She's promised to visit us during the next four episodes, and I'd love for her to come back more than that. But that will only happen if more of you family members send me your stories. Thank you, Carlos, Lynn, Irene, Sam, and Mary for sending me yours. Don't be surprised if they show up in a later episode. Are you ready to get your Spanglish on? Oh, she just walked in. I didn't hear her knock. Let's see if she closes the door behind her. Nope. Hola, this is Tila Miera Trujillo. Not really, it's her granddaughter La Carolina pretending to be me. I don't mind. One of these days she'll be brave enough to use her own voice and be herself. But because of her, some of you have listened to my stories and my tales and wondered, why in the heck would she do something like that? I only went to high school for one year. The boarding school in Santa Fe was a two-day's journey by wagon and by train. Letters to and from Familia took forever to arrive, and by the time you read them, any news was old news. Listen now and find out why I wanted to stay home and didn't return. It's a good thing that I didn't for all kinds of reasons, bad and good. Before you listen to the story, let me ask you, have you ever made hurtful comments to or had hurtful thoughts about someone who died soon after? What did you say? How have you dealt with your regret? And now, the story. 1917. Many countries in the world were at war with each other. Our country, the United States, joined the Allies Britain, France, and Russia in the Great War in April, a month before I came home for the summer from school in Santa Fe. My good friend Amada Trujillo's brother, Juan Manuel, and many other men between the ages of 18 and 45 registered for the draft in May. Their father, Rafael, died in January. Because Juan Manuel was the oldest son, he needed to care for his mother. He was drafted into the infantry anyway, and by the time he was called to serve and was on the way to be stationed at Fort Bliss in El Paso, Texas, the war ended. His service was no longer needed. Why am I telling you this? If you were 15 years old and living a two-day's journey by train and by wagon when people a little older than you are going away to war, you would want to stay home too. No, it wasn't because Pancho Villa and his banditos raided the border town. That was too far away from Santa Fe. I wasn't worried about that. Domitila Miera, this letter from Taos is addressed to you. What I read in that letter was what worried me. Mi querida, your brother's one-year-old daughter, Evangelina, died soon after you left to boarding school. A few weeks later, 
Pilar gave birth to a healthy son. The new baby is doing well. I know that you would want to be there to comfort your brother Moises and his wife. Not to worry. Continue with your studies. Be good. Write to me. Mama. This brother died from typhoid fever the next year. The same brother I was angry with for calling my tortillas crackers when I was the 10-year-old family bread maker. The same brother. The new baby's name? Moises. I'm sorry that I was so maddened at you for feeling so angry with me. I acted my age, but then you had no clue. Neither of us could appease. If I had been able to see through the years, I might have avoided this flowing of tears Caught up in the moment of critical comments Of ten-year-old anger and typical torrents Oh, 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 I want to be will stay home, home, she wants to be home. If I had been able to see through my fears, I might have then noticed that you weren't sincere, caught up in your moment. Of languishing hunger My anger responded Is it any wonder That home I want to be home Dila will stay She wants to be home She longs to be home Back to the Great War, which we didn't know would be the first of two world wars. As it was drawing to a close, another devastating event occurred. And two wonderful things also happened, thank goodness. Which one do you want to hear about first? The bad thing? Then listen to this. The Spanish flu epidemic, La Influenza Española of 1918 to 1919 started. 20 million people died across the globe. Half a million died in our country, several thousands in our state, and hundreds died in Taos County. It reached New Mexico in the fall of 1918, and by October, all the schools, the churches, and the theaters had to be closed. 
You couldn't even go to the wake of your family members, friends, or neighbors, and sometimes familias lost more than one in their household. The dead had to be buried soon after they died. Then, in 1919, the horrible virus disappeared as suddenly as it appeared. We could now gather in groups of more than five people at a time, and we did because... The first wonderful thing that happened three years before While in Santa Fe at the boarding school I was trying to learn some more Missionaries from La Iglesia de Jesucristo de los Santos de los Últimos Días, the Mormons, arrived in Taos and began to hold meetings teaching 125 investigators. The Book of Mormon, El Libro de Mormon, was now printed in our language. I wasn't there but heard about the comforting teachings and literature that was being distributed. Los misioneros were there when our country got involved in the great world war. Now we had problems to be solved. Fathers, sons, and brothers left their families to fight. Would they come home safely with their loved ones reunite? Mormon missionaries were there throughout the epidemic. Tausenio's lost family, how could we not panic? Children and babies, sisters and brothers, wives and husbands, mothers and fathers, is it any wonder that the teachings of the LDS Church about temples and being bound with your family and loved ones after we die was a comfort? After the devastating losses of the war and of the epidemic? The Mormon elders organized branches of the church and held meetings in some of the schoolhouses in the little community surrounding Taos. Amada, this morning I heard one of those meetings is tonight at the school by your house. Can you go? Come with me. I'll leave my house at 6, walk back here to your house, and we can walk over together. See if your old brother Juan Manuel can go too. Juan Manuel was 26 years old, 9 years older than me, and not married yet. The Trujillo family lived in an hacienda and owned a dance hall in Ranchitos. He played the violin, the piano, and the guitar. He had his own horse and buggy. Before he was drafted, he helped build the dam at the Cimarron River to create Eagle Nest Lake for the farmers and the ranchers to use the water. He had a novia, a girlfriend. That didn't stop me from inviting him to come with us. I could still flirt with him, couldn't I? So, he came with us to the meetings sometimes. His sister Amada and I felt and later knew that the teachings we heard about the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ as taught by elders Cannell and Hamor were the truth. 
Even though missionaries had been in the Taos area for over two years, I was the first to be baptized, and Amada was the second. That October 28, 1919, the river was cold. My heart warm. I wish it had been summertime, for the river now is much colder. Her brother wants to marry me, even though he is nine years older. It won't hurt him to join this church, if not, then I'll refuse. To be his wife, to share his life, until we die, what's the use? Oh, Juan Manuel, can you not tell, eternal marriage is true. But until you bend or not consent to ride in the carriage with you. Until you bend or not consent to ride in the carriage with you. Put your feet in the water. Elders, catch him! That I'm your girlfriend now is what the village has been told. Your white gloves, horse, and buggy won't shortcut you into the fold. Give me your wood, you'll serve the Lord, and follow me into the water. Do not be sealed, we can't afford, till death do us part, I won't bother. Oh, Juan Manuel, can you not tell, eternal marriage is true. But until you bend or not consent to ride in the carriage with you. Until you bend or not consent to ride in the carriage with you. The stubborn man promised me he would get baptized. I believed him and became Mrs. J.M. Trujillo in August of 1919. And that was the second wonderful thing that happened. Come back next time to listen and find out what my husband did for a living when we first got married. Learn what church activities kept us busy and the best way to raise money for an important project. Do you want to hear my other musical stories? La Carolina would be so grateful if you'd listen to them. This is what you should do. Write this down so you don't forget. If you aren't there already, go to mycarolinmerset.com. La Carolina says I have to spell it because everyone puts an extra T in there. Here we go. M-Y-C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-U-R-S-E-T. That's her website, whatever that means. She wants you to subscribe either there or at iTunes or Google Play. I have no idea what this means, I'm telling you. I've been gone since 1971, and I only know the radio, the telephone, and the light bulb. Then, look for the little brown square with my picture on it with the words, Tales of Tila. You'll know what to do from there. From what I hear lately, a three-year-old could show you how. That little square photo of me is a good one, isn't it? That was taken when Nora was a baby in 1930. 
My hair is combed nicely. And I'm pretending I can't hear or see her crying while my mother bounces her off to the side of the backdrop. And did you see the photo of the three soldiers and the paper moon at the website? Juan Manuel is the one on the left. He had a lot more hair back then, but don't tell him he's bald. Hasta luego. Until later. You've just listened to Song Stories, Quiet Stories, Episode 3, The Great War, from the new musical, Tales of Tila. Contact me and let me know how you're doing with the writing prompts. You can find them in bold lettering in the notes for this episode and the others at mycarolynmerset.com. Once there, you can also subscribe to this podcast and check out my events page. Thanks for listening. Thanks for writing. This is your host, Carolyn Merced, a.k.a. La Carolina. I'll close the door right now. <laughs>